The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus spoke this parable to the scribes and Pharisees. What man among you, with a hundred sheep losing one, would not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the missing one till he found it? And when he found it, would he not joyfully take it on his shoulders and then when he got home, call together his friends and neighbours? Rejoice with me, he would say, I have found my sheep that was lost. In the same way, I tell you, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one repentant sinner than over 99 virtuous men who have no need of repentance. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Let's be seated. Now, if you can't tell, I've got a bit of a devotion to the Sacred Heart. I grew up in Yapoon, and the parish there was Sacred Heart Parish. So this image has been imprinted on my mind since I was much younger than you. You're year five, right? Yeah, good. Oh, you're six. Okay, it says here year five. Fives and six. So the so these are the fives. Okay, good. Oh, there's a growth spurt between then and then, isn't there? Anyway, the Sacred Heart. I shouldn't be turning my back on him. Um, it's important. It's important. It's, it has a primary place in our, in our Catholic life, you know. There were days when the Sacred Heart image was enshrined in the living room of really every Catholic family. You'd have it there to greet people um, as, a, as a blessing on your home, as a blessing to everyone who comes in and goes out. Because to be close to the heart of God is, is life itself. I want to ask you something. Um, hands up someone who has a friend in the room. Yeah, you. What's your name? Corey. And who's your friend? Bo. Where's Bo? Okay. Bo and Corey, why don't you just look at each other for a second? <laughs> a couple of cheeky grins exchanged. Bo, what do you see in Corey's heart? I know that's an abstract question, but what do you see? Can you see into his heart, even a little bit? Well, what do you assume is there in your friendship? Sorry? Love, like he cares for you, doesn't he? If you're in trouble, you can go to Corey. If Corey's in trouble, he can go to you. There's trust, there's love, there's, there's something, and it's invisible, but it's real, isn't it? Like, like you're able to bet on it, and it's there. Okay, who has a parent in the room? Uh, I want someone, you're, you're sixes, you don't have any parents here? No? Okay. Um, yeah, you, what's your name? No, yeah, you. Sia, is it? Sienna. Sienna, um, who's in the room? Your mum, where's she? Over there? Where? There. Mum and Sienna, why don't you just have a little glance at each other? Look at the deep, deep love that's welling up. Sienna, what do you see in your mum's heart? Can you see in there? Can you see something? What do you see? I, I can't. Helpfulness. So she helps you a lot. That's good. My mum still helps me. That's really good. <laughs> You're going to need that for a while. Helpfulness, charity, goodness, peace. Everything that's motherly flows out. And likewise, you would sense the, the beautiful adoration and joy that she has in you as a mum, isn't it? This is real, okay? It's not make-believe. It's real. Think of the amount of love songs that we have. Like, every song you've heard almost is about love. Now, when we look at this heart, and it might be a bit of a pious image. It might be hard for us to, to feel anything. 
But at a guess, right? Take a stab in the dark. At a guess, what do you think might be found in the heart of Christ? Holiness? Love? Courage? That's really cool. Kindness? Anything else, parents? What would you hope to find in the heart of Christ? Forgiveness. Praise the Lord. See, out of this heart, it's kind of like, I don't want to, I don't want to trivialize the love that we know but with, our, with our friends or with our family, but you know, if I look in my car and I look in the fuel tank, I find some fuel, right? But if I look in the Bowser where I went and filled up my car, I find like way more fuel, right? It's enough fuel for the city. There's love in all of our hearts. Where do we get it? Where does it come from? Where do we sort of mine it out of? Because the big claim that we're making is that, one, it's real, bless you, and two, we can't actually generate it out of nothing. We don't have that power. We might like to think we do, but we run dry pretty quick when we try to do that. We need to get it from somewhere. We need to get it from somewhere. And this is the source. Holiness, courage, love, love. Love, so much love that it hurts. You know there are mystics in our tradition, nuns and stuff. You've seen those icons around the church. There's like a nun kneeling on the ground and there's rays of light shooting through her hands and shooting through her heart. The love of God hurts because it's so much. It's so much love, it hurt. They'd write about it in their diary. They're like, this love is hurting my heart. <laughs> um, it's the love that, that allows the universe to shift, right? It allows planets to orbit the sun. It allows time and space to kind of spread out in the universe. And it's poured into you, as we heard in that reading. It's poured into your heart. Something has to happen today. Something has to happen today for all of us. Because the world is running out of its love. It's running dry. Okay, It's going through a famine of love. But we're here now to gather for Mass. And I'd like to suggest, does anyone know what a heart, a heart transplant is? Yeah, You take your heart, you get another heart instead. Why don't you close your eyes for a second? All of your parents too. Just close your eyes for a second. I want you to take your heart, which is precious, right? Your heart is precious. Your heart is full of beautiful intentions, imaginations. Uh, the ones that you love are in your heart. But our hearts are very frail, right? Our hearts are fragile. Our hearts weather damage as we go through life. So I want you to take your heart, literally take it up in your hands, and as we continue this Mass, I want you to place it on the altar because an operation is about to take place where you hand over your heart and you get another one. You get the heart of God. And it'll hurt because that heart will make you love your enemies. That heart will make you admit when you were wrong and stop caring when the other person was wrong. That heart will make you get down on your knees and wash the feet of the people that the world tells you are ugly and unimportant. Man, that heart is powerful. And it's for you.